Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to just awesome episode of the Independent Life Podcast. We have our one and only Drew D's in the house, our high school high tech coordinator. He breaks it down about what this high school high tech program is all about, why high school students with disabilities need to get enrolled into it immediately, because it's just such an awesome program for so many reasons. Not only do students get to learn life skills that are just so necessary, uh, in not only in the careers, but just in their normal day-to-day lives and how they get that experience through the wonderful workshops that they offer in it. But this program is tailor-made for their interests. The people like Drew himself come to learn what the special interests are of each of its participants, then creates programming around those interests gets participants linked into actual hands-on experiences, whether it's through job shadowing, whether it's through internships, whether it's through field trips. It's such an interactive, engaging program. I was so excited to learn how High School High Tech has a special project for its participants where they're really encouraging entrepreneurship, tapping into the imaginations that students uh, in high school have about creating a new goods or product or service to make this world a better place and and walking them through a business plan and pitching it uh, like Shark Tank style, it sounded like. Just super exciting program that, especially at the start of the school year here, people need to hear about. And, And one of the things that Drew really goes in on towards the end of this episode, which I just think is the the, the heart of why people need to participate in this program, is that it offers students in high school a role model. You know, these high school high-tech coordinators like Drew and others that are involved with this program are just important role models and mentor for the participants. I know myself, I needed that mentorship and role model in high school to encourage me, to show me that I was capable of doing things that I never dreamt that I was capable of doing. And and how many of us hopefully have someone in our lives that we can point back towards to say they really made a difference in my life. They believed in me. They, they spent some time with me. They encouraged me when I most needed it. And Drew is just that person. He's overcome so many different types of barriers and challenges in his life, and he's super eager and inspired to show other people how they, too, can lift themselves up to live the independent life. So enjoy our episode about high school high tech with our Drew D's. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Independent Life Podcast. If you can hear any enthusiasm in my voice, it's because I'm sitting across the table right now from our one and our only and friend of the show, Drew Dees. How are you doing this morning, Drew? I am wonderful. Glad to be back. I, I, I seem to be a reoccurring guest, and every time I'm just so excited to be here, and I'm so excited just to tell y'all all about the great work that the High School High Tech program is doing, and it's such a joy and honor each time and every time that I get to sit across the table from you, Tony, because you are just <laughs> a wealth of knowledge, and I'm learning and growing every day. I can't believe that I've been here at the center a little over a year now. Oh, my, so fast. Wow, time yeah. flies. I know. The first episode I came on, I just got here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just 
I think we even interviewed you before you came on as staff. I think you were like, yep. <laughs> yeah, already like in the mix. And uh, yeah, so we're recording this in the morning. So I can't think of a better way to start the day uh, connecting with you. And, and you just bring so much energy uh, into everything that you do and heart. And, and I, I just so appreciate that. And so you did mention high school, high tech, and I really do want to focus on high school, high tech. It is just such a gem of a program. So if we have listeners out there that aren't aware of what high school, high tech is, maybe explain the what of it, and then we'll get into the why of it. Absolutely. So high school, high tech is a free enrichment program for high school students with, with disabilities that have IEPs or 504s. And it's just a great immersion program like a lot of students right a lot of high school students we try to get them in as freshmen um sometimes we get juniors and seniors along the way but just to kind of mold them through that process from their beginning of their high school career to the end to help them kind of figure out what is it that i want to do after high school Mm. do i want to go straight into the workforce or do i want to explore that post-secondary education option Uh Um, and sometimes, you know, it, it, what I love the most about this program is students are able to explore, right? They're able to try, like, welding. Like, someone may think they want to be a welder, but they might not know what that entails, right? So uh-huh. they get to get that hands-on experience, real-world experience, and they, it's just a great program. Like, a lot of resources are workshops. We teach them financial literacy, how to write a resume, how to write a cover letter, all things that whether you're going into the workforce or whether you're going into post-secondary education, they are valuable. Um, and oftentimes, those are skills, right, that we need, that we're not getting in the schools, but uh-huh. I, we're able to come in and provide that. And I hear from students and families all the time, wow, what a difference this program has made for me. So this program, the basic purpose of it is to position students who have disabilities for life after high school, like get them set up for whatever that may look like, whether they're getting a job right away, whether they're going to uh, academic you know, education, Trade schools too, I'd imagine. I'm sure, like people probably go to trade school. You mentioned welding. That's one way. Absolutely, and I always tell my students, you know, if you want to go to college, wonderful. But also know that college is not for everyone. There's an option out there for everyone. Honestly, Tony, the way the world's working now, trades are making more money than us. Oh, (laughs) I think I I was reading somewhere like the average age of like you know, a plumber is like almost like, you know, high fit, you know, 50 something years old. And a lot of people that I know, uh, in, in the business of building and construction, they're like, oh my gosh, we are, we're very, uh, on the side of being elderly, you know, in, in the average age of carpentry, um, electricians. And these are like on like high demand right now. Um, will probably always be evergreen in terms of mm-hmm. high demand. And, uh, it's an awesome career. You know, uh, you could you know, work and be skilled and uh, as as like a carpenter, electrician, a plumber, etc. And you get to the place someday where you can start running your own crew if you want to more get into you know the general contractor. And oh my gosh, like it's just yep. endless, like that, that area. Absolutely. And last school year, I actually had a senior. Um, I took him over to Santa Fe College and led him to their technical career and education programs, and he toured the HVAC, so air conditioning, and uh. fell in love with it, right? <laughs> He's like, ah, man, this is what I want to do. Right, And cool. um, 
because of that shadowing, right, we were able to set him up for success. Uh-huh. And right after he graduated, he is now full-time employed with Balance Heating and Air. So that is just the amazing Huge. impact wow. that this program can have. That's have. a big success story. And think about it. Like, we're in Florida, right? So, like, that's going to be a sustainable perf- you know, industry right there, air conditioning. Yes. Yeah, that's always going to be around. It's gonna, always going to be in demand. And the innovation that's going on was, you know, environmentally safe and better. And uh, Oh, my gosh. I, that's awesome. That's yes. awesome. And, and so you, you, were, you were saying that this program is for students. They can get into it from ninth grade uh, in high school, high tech, and go all the way through 12th grade. Or if they discover it in 12th grade, get enrolled into it during 12th grade. So it doesn't almost matter where they are. They can be enrolled into the program. Is Absolutely. That and right. the thing that I love about our program is our enrollment uh-huh. is year-round, right? It doesn't matter yeah. um, when you Great. when you find out about uh-huh. the program. You can jump in from day one or jump in from day 30. Um, it's very versatile, and I love that. Um, some qualifications that these students need to have in order to be in the program is they have to have IEP or 504. Uh-huh. And maintain a minimum of a 2.0 GPA. Okay. Not a lot of requirements there, so it's very easy, very simple. So if they have an IEP, a 504, maintaining a 2.0, and, and is there assistance, like if students are, you know, trying to get through high school, you know, their GPA or their other coursework and stuff like that, do you all help link them into any kind of Absol- support or anything absolutely. like that? Absolutely. So it's, it, awesome. w- it would be kind of like a probationary period like uh-huh. if someone's on that cuff right if they have a 1.8 1.7 we're not gonna just say oh no you don't meet the criteria uh-huh. we're gonna work with them cool. give them a semester or two see if we can't get them where they meet uh-huh. them where they are right yeah. and that's what i love about this program is we meet people where they are and try to get that gpa up and then go from there and we're going to link up into the show notes how to contact you and our other high school high-tech coordinators if parents or students are interested in getting enrolled into the program. And so I imagine it's a, it's a little bit of paperwork and some signatures uh, to get enrolled. Is, is there anything else other than IEP 504, a grade point average, filling out some forms? Yeah, just a little bit of paperwork, and uh, I will say now we are transitioning that to electronic, uh-huh. um, so DocuSign, so It'll be very simple. Simple. Um, Save time. You can send it to people's phones. And boop, 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 and you're done. Um, Cool. You know, the hardest part is that initial set of paperwork, that enrollment process. Um, That's where you're going to get the most paperwork. But then after that, once you're in the program, you only have to sign like three forms every year, and then Uh you're good to go. And and so it requires, of course, like parent consent. And that could be a good point too, right? right? Like I'm sure parents would ask lots of questions and – those kind of things. So that could be a good opportunity during the enrollment period to get more clarity on what the program is about and expectations. Okay. Yep. So let's describe what the program looks like. So you get to a student, they got the IP, the 504, the grade point average, have completed the the, the forms in quick order. Um, What's the program look like? What are they going to be looking forward to getting into? So the thing that I love about this program, I'm working for this program, is it's something different every day. Um, it looks different. Nothing is the same, so you never get bored. All right, keep um, you on your toes. So there's Good. a couple different components to our program. Number one is workshops. So we go into the schools twice a month, uh-huh. and we do job readiness workshops like mental health, physical health, transportation, That's awesome. AT, financial literacy, resume, cover letters, 
Um, practical stuff. Yeah, practical stuff. Yeah. And then we also do fun stuff for a couple of them. Um, bring in guest speakers of different career fields, right? Yeah. So we bring in, like, we base it off the students' interests. So at the beginning of the school year, uh-huh. we always ask them, hey, what are you interested in? And then we match that up with guest speakers. Like, say if students are interested in law enforcement, we'll bring a law enforcement guest uh-huh. speaker in. Uh, engineering, we'll bring an engineering guest speaker in. And then similarly to that, we do job shadowing, uh-huh. um, which happens all throughout the school year. We try to really go hardcore and focus on job shadowing, mostly in the month of October because it's a disability Employment Awareness Month, deem. so we yeah. deem so we really try to hard hit job shadowing there. And job shadowing is fairly simple. You work with an employer, and it's a four di- four hour, one day experience. They go and they see the ins and outs of the job, the day to day. Get a little taste of it. Yeah, a little yeah, taste. Half day, four a little hours. Taste. Yeah. And then working off of that, we do the workshops all year long, right? Uh-huh. They've got a little taste of job shadowing. And then in the summer is really where they get to put their their skills to the test. Because they get summer internships. and th- some Paid too, right? Paid. And sure. that's, that's what Cheers. I tell my students all the time. Wow. Listen. I've been in college and I got a degree and I've never had a paid internship. So Same here. take yeah. advantage right? of the wonderful opportunity yeah. that is afforded to you. It's a good summer if you can get linked into a, a great internship that's kind of in an area. Like you said, uh, I, I really like how you find out what the students' interests are and then you line up the program accordingly. So it's like tailor-made Absolutely. Uh, for what they're wanting to do. And so we got workshops, we got job shadowing, we got internships. So let's go in on the workshops a little bit. So um, you know, I really like the topics like you just laid out right there. You know, as someone that's been working for decades now, I really see that the importance of what well, I guess what we call life skills, you know, are so important. It, it's like the content knowledge someone might need to say be, you know, a computer you know, designer or to be an electrician or to work in human services is super important to being successful at the job. But for me, it's like kind of what you laid out there. It's like which determines our energy, you know, that we bring to the job. How's our mental health when we come on to work? You know, we, you know, in our stress levels today more than ever, like that's so important. You know, how are we communicating? You mentioned financial literacy. I was shocked to learn like, I think like 17% of schools teach any kind of financial literacy or, you know, f- management or bank, how to open a banking account and all these <laughs> other things. And, and so when you lay out things what, what, that you need to know, <laughs> right? Like the super practical stuff. And, you know, I get it that the schools are driven by, you know, what the state requirements are for certain standards that, you know, students have to meet and they got to take all these kind of competency tests and, the schools a lot of times have to, you know, tailor their time to doing that. So when you got a supplemental program coming in, an enrichment program, like you called it, like high school, high tech, they're going to round out these uh, very practical, useful skills that we all need. Like we all, I'm like, oh man, sign me I'm up for these workshops. I'm learning myself. Yeah. Some if of the you want to learn it, teach it. I'm like <laughs> learning a lot. I tell my students I'm yeah. learning right along with you. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not like anyone's got any of this licked. Yeah, you know, like physical health, mental health, financial, uh, you know, management, social skills that are needed. Um, You mentioned AT, so assistive technologies. Mm -hmm. You know, so, uh, uh, you know, some of these students that, you know, are in high school, 
Um, I'd like to think the schools are getting them all the tech that they need to make their access to education equitable. Well, when they go out to get a job, this program helps to educate them on, guess what, you know, in, in the job, you may need some assistive technologies. Right. And you may be in a situation where you're going to um, have to inform whoever's employing you that you're going to need a screen magnifier or you're going to need some kind of device that allows you to hold the mouse uh, because you have some maybe dexterity issues uh, related to the, the, the hand and to know what type of assistive tech you're going to ask for, giving people the confidence to ask, when to ask, those kind of accommodations. Yep. You know, High School High Tech offers these opportunities to, to empower people for that, for that ability. And the great thing I love about our center is we recently started FAST right here at our center. Yeah, um, so, assistive technology so program. So that's really going to yeah. help. Um, that resource will help us this yep. school year. Um, we're actually going to try to team up with them and bring them in. Amen. I love so hearing these, that. that. So these students awesome. can see these type yep. of devices that we're it, talking about. And then they can like see, like, oh, my gosh, this is going to fully help me with yep. my schoolwork and professional development. So... So the workshops, that, that's amazing. So you got two workshops every month for all the schools that you're linked into. And so I know you got a few schools that you work with. So Drew's hustling. Yep, <laughs> all, all the high school high tech coordinators are hustling. So uh, many of our high school high tech coordinators have, you know, two, three or, or more schools. So, you know, that, that multiplies out to like six workshops easy. Yeah, you know, I currently have four yeah. right now. All right, cool. Um, all right. I work here in Alatra County uh-huh. in the Royal area yeah. and then Levy County as well. So Newberry, um, Santa Fe uh-huh. in Alatra County, and then Wilson and Bronson. So that's like eight <laughs> workshops a month that you're, you're cruising out to so. and uh, you know doing these wonderful things tailor-made to the interests of the students. And, and what I also love about this program is what you're mentioning regarding the job shadowing and internships. So from my own personal experience, you know, I had um, an idea of what I wanted to do without experience and how I quickly learned the idea of doing something versus the reality of doing something can be a huge disconnect. Right. Um, and, and I've heard this too from younger generations where you know, I've heard from a student like, all I want to do is be like a video game designer. And uh, they're imagining, you know, they're going to go to work and they're going to play video games and they're going to get interviewed yep. about how, what they think the, you know, user interface is all about and this, that, and the other. Then they go there and like, all right, let's <laughs> code. Let's code. And like what? Yeah, I got to do all this coding. And, and so sometimes there can be like this huge disconnect. I love animals right. and I want to go, you know, be a veterinarian. And then all of a sudden showing up to, to work and animals and they're kind of, you know, in the state that they're in or having to care for them in the way they're like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want to do or the opposite. This is fully what I want to do. Oh my gosh, this really opens my heart up to the ability to care for animals or I really do love coding. Uh, and this is amazing. So I just love that people get immersed in the actual fields Absolutely. that they're interested in to confirm or disconfirm if it truly is a match for them. Right. And while we let the students have that creative freedom, have that ability to try new things, whatever they want to do, we also, like you said, want to make sure it's realistic, make sure that they're they're doing something that is the best fit for them. Someone might want to be a veterinarian um, and that may be a large task and they may find out hey I, I don't necessarily like this but I still have animals we can find something that's really and still in right. that field yeah you know without being fully immersed yeah um, and then on the opposite end you have students that find out 
oh my gosh, I never knew this existed. I love it. Um, such as uh-huh. my student I talked about earlier um, with A-Track, and he just jumped right in. So I, I really love the, the opportunities that the youth get to explore, uh, try new things, yeah. so, the, so that they're really set up for success, not only in the educational pieces, but like they know mm-hmm. what they want to do by the time they exit. Because me, I can tell you, I didn't have a program called, called High School High Tech. It wasn't, a, it wasn't around or mm-hmm. wasn't known when I was in school. It would have so benefited me and really helped me carve out my path. Now, I'm not saying that people don't change your mind or whatever, but for me, I know for me, I don't know about you, but I've, I changed my major like three and four times sure, in college. I did I feel too. Like yeah. If I would have had some of that trial right and coming. error, that yeah. job shattering, that exploratory yep. experience, yeah. it really can uh, raise the bar. What I love too about getting that experience is kind of like what you were saying. So, so if someone wants to go into welding, because it's like you can make art out of it, you can make gates, you can make all these kind of functional things. They might end up finding out that with that welding skill, man, I I want to work on cars. You know, I can put mufflers on now and, and weld <laughs> things onto cars and, and I'm into automotive. You know, it, it almost like it opens people up, like you were saying, to ideas or these one-off fields that they had no idea that like that skill could be useful for in and make it solid living. Right. You know, being right. able to do something like that. I love, I love working with our youth. It's incredible. Some of the ideas and brain power that these students have. Sure. Like, I'm like, Oh my goodness, Creative. they're so amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to that point, the Able Trust really focuses on, they've really shifted to entrepreneurship as well. That's Re- re- awesome. Realizing that yeah. entrepreneurship uh-huh. is a booming, Dude, booming component. With these ideas, like field. you said, you have like, um, amazing ideas. So that something, revolutionize stuff. something that uh, the Able Trust has rolled out, it was a pilot program, but now it is going to be required within our program. It's called Project Venture. Um, so these students within our workshops and stuff will also get the chance to come up with a business plan, come up with an idea like um, of a product or mm-hmm. service they want to make. Yeah. Come up with their target audience and all those key points from the financial pieces to the social media marketing pieces, like all these pieces, right? Mm-hmm. And they come up. In the end, it comes down to a 30-second commercial. Okay, Whoa. and we submit that. And we compete with all the other high school high tech sites in the state because uh, this is a statewide program. And the winner gets uh, a little cash for their program. So it really helps them see a product, yeah. see a, see something that they've made, follow through with it from beginning to the end. Uh-huh. And I think that's going to be, be wonderful. Uh, we're so excited to compete in this this year. Awesome. And who knows? Yeah. We, we, hope, we hope to bring home the trophy. And you're, whether you do or not, you're, you're going to be exposed to so many different ideas from the, like a very young, creative generation of, where there's so much possibility now. It's kind of like these fields or fields that have yet to be created. We have access to the type of tools and resources uh, that can create these kind of things nowadays with the access to technology being more universal than we ever had before. So I love the idea that they're going more entrepreneurial, um, the creative ideas that people have and, and being able to pitch it. And 
it's like almost like a shark tank, you know, kind of thing where you, you know, we can come up with uh, some ways to perhaps resource. So it really just goes towards the dreams, right? Being a dreamer and an imagination of what's possible and putting them into a process where they can actually be organized and systematized about putting their ideas and their imaginations into a format into practice to where maybe one day it comes to life, whether they get the trophy or not. Yep. You know, this is going to give them a concrete blueprint to now go pitch or take and expand and maybe make it a reality one day. Yep. And which is so possible. Absolutely. Nowadays. It was so amazing. Um, when I went to the high school architect state conference, because as is where the final competition happens, uh-huh. there's judges from vocational rehabilitation to like big CEOs of companies, so top dogs. So it is very yeah. Shark Tank, and everybody's wow. in the room, and they get like five to ten minutes no way. to do their That's spiel. Awesome. Yeah. And these kids are amazing. Like I'm in communication, so public speaking comes natural to me, right? But to see these students grow and blossom, for some of these students that you're working with, they, they, they're they not as outspoken, you know, public speaking is a fear for them, but to yeah. see these kids get up and shine, it was amazing, and actually the winner um, last year was Orange County, uh-huh. um, they developed a product called the Belt Buddy. Right? The and what belt the, buddy? The belt buddy. Belt and buddy. what the belt buddy is, is a thing that goes across the seat belt, right? It has lettering. Um, say if some if you get pulled over, right? Uh-huh. Um, for instance, if someone's deaf, it can say, I'm deaf. So as soon as that law enforcement officer sees it, uh-huh. instead of like going up to the car and being like, why isn't this person answering me? Why isn't uh-huh. this person responding? They can automatically see that, and it's bright green, neon, and Uh different colors, so it stands out. They know, oh, I'm dealing with someone who's hard of hearing or deaf. I love this. So, you know, here's this experience where they get hands-on, you know, building a blueprint, this business plan, and doing, like, the soft skills that are needed along the way, learning public speaking, pitching the idea, and then these can be ideas that help provide solutions to some of the challenges that we as people with disabilities encounter in our day-to-day lives. To the problems of the world. And so that social today. entrepreneurship, you know, where it's like, okay, there, there's entrepreneurship where it's very much private industry and, and, you know, coming up with a product, good or service that can make some money. But then there's this other side to where we, we got this, you know, social entrepreneurship where this can help to, to help people uh, like I love the seatbelt idea. We got pitched yesterday this idea about a rideshare for voting, you know, for people with disabilities. So kind of like an Uber exclusively for people with disabilities, and uh, you know, trying to get that on the day of voting. Absolutely. Um, yeah, going out and accessible, right? So we right. always know the limitations with uh, like you know, like the Uber type industries, and you know, having drivers that uh, are educated on you know how to you know work with people with disabilities and having their cars accessible and i don't know i'm just like going off on this <laughs> tangent of like how this is like just what again high school high tech or you know encouraging its participants to come up with their own ideas and then walking them through a process in which they can get some hands-on experience develop some skills and then come out with something that they can take on with them 
you know, after high school, but along the way, they're, they're, they're learning, you right. know, skills that are going to be applicable to no matter what field they go. It's like edutainment, right? Yep. You're getting yep. educated and it's entertaining. But you're having a little fun along the way. Yeah, that's the trick. Wow. So, yeah, I, I really love what you're saying because, you know, it, it extends beyond that competition. Yeah, you, you may win, you may Trophy or not. You, yeah, trophy or not, you're, you're, you're learning winning. valuable yeah. skills. Sure. And Orange County invests in medical services. Sure. Like people like that, they've actually implemented the students' products into their community. I, I, I so love that. It's not like just a, a project for a good mental exercise or, you know, check the box. You know, like people, I did so many of these in class. But oh my gosh, it becomes now a reality that like professionals are, are putting into use in their industry. See, we just live in a time and age where a lot of the, the, the creative um, juice that a lot of our youth have, it, it can become real. It's not right. just some theoretical you know, uh, mind exercise uh, that people go through. And I would imagine too, like along the way, as they do the, the special project or their job shadowing or the internships, we all know those of us that have gotten jobs, it's not just what you know, but it's who you know. Absolutely. And, and so now they're getting these connections and collaborations with people that are in their fields and can open up doors for them because they've made maybe some personal contact uh, with the participants, right? Absolutely. Like, networking is key. Huge. Um, I tell people, like, yeah, um, you can have all the education in the world. But if no one knows about you, if no one knows mm-hmm. who you are and what you stand for and your, your heart and your core values, yeah. you know, education will only get you yeah. so far. Yeah, who you know. So, yeah, yeah. That does matter. So so along with that line, I guess, the whole adage, of, you know, it takes a community, right? So takes this program village. takes a community. This uh, awesome Able Trust that is the lead organization statewide, that, and, and I think they're in a few states actually, that helps to uh, fund this program and provide all kinds of logistical supports. But then you know you got you know the high school high tech coordinators like yourself that are in it. You got the schools, you got the students, you got the parents. But there's this other community of like you were saying that uh, are representative of state agencies, vocational rehabilitation, or, or assistive tech agencies like FAST, but also the private sector. You just mentioned emergency management type you know agencies. So there's there sounds like there's a huge amount of partnerships that are needed for this program. Could you go into what that's all about, the need and the why? So if there's even other you know, partners that could be listening to this podcast that want to get involved with High School High Tech, they, they might understand the, the utility of such partnerships. Absolutely. There is something for everyone. There's a way to get involved with our program. And I just want to say, if you're out there listening, we need you. We, we couldn't do it without you, right? There's a couple of different options. You can, um, your place of employment or place of business can provide that job shadowing experience. If you're thinking, oh, I would love to help foster and help the future generation of high school students with disabilities and set them on the path toward trajectory and success, um, you can do that. 
Um, you can be an internship site, which is a four to six week experience. So it's a little bit, a little bit more in depth, but like the students love it, and we always, always, always need businesses for that. Especially since COVID, we really had to work hard and hit the ground running mm-hmm. to tap into those businesses even more yeah. uh, now so than ever. And the third option, uh, we have what's called a BAC, which stands for a Business Advisory Council. Uh-huh. And so there's a Business Advisory Council in each county we serve, and we serve Elantra, Levy, Marion, and Putnam counties. Um, so there's a, a wide catchment area there. Um, so each of us in each county have our own BAC, and we only meet two to three times a year. And so that's made up of local businesses or community members, community mm-hmm. partners that have these connections to help us tap into these businesses that would want to work with us mm-hmm. and want to help us provide these wonderful, amazing opportunities for our students. And then the final option, we're always looking for businesses who just simply want to provide a sponsorship, whether that's um, monetary or, or simply just small gift cards mm-hmm. um, that we can give to our students for high-achieving success or our school partners. Just as a simple thank you. A simple thank you goes a long Great way. Great incentive. Yeah. Yep. A simple thank you goes a long way, and so we just want to have a little little thank yous along the way. Like like you said, we're, we're grant-funded, so as we know, we're, we're tight. So we're yeah. always looking for ways that we can um, expand, right? And particularly, we also take the students on field trips. I, I forgot to mention that. Just being able to help afford the transportation. For these trips would be wonderful, whether that's getting a partnership with a rental company or or something. Affordable, uh, let me say this, affordable and accessible. Yeah, good point. Um, That's often hard. Like, if it's affordable, it's not accessible. And if it's accessible, it's often not affordable (laughs) because you have all these gadgets and they count it as a, air quotes, luxury, but it's not a luxury. It's a need. Um, So... There's a wide array that businesses and community partners can partner with us. Please, please reach out to e- any of us here at the center. Just reach out. We would love to have you and would love to partner with you. And it's always a win-win. I think from you know, these organizations or agencies or businesses, when they partner, they're getting uh, exposure uh, for the, for what they do. So they're, it's, it's great marketing. It's great advertisement. They're also potentially getting in some future workers, future employers, and, and some assistance now, especially in the, the, the type of uh, workforce dynamics that we have right now. Everybody's looking for people to come on board and to help out with whatever the business is. So that's awesome. So the, that's a win for any of these partners getting involved. And certainly, of course, for our participants, you know, getting the experience, you know, and hands-on and learning about whatever areas that they're interested in getting involved with. And, and I just really hope that this is an opportunity in time, given the workforce dynamics that you and I both know that uh, typically, you know, at any point in the economy, good or bad, people with disabilities have higher unemployment rates than people without disabilities. I like to think that the workforce dynamics, the way that it is, this is potentially an opportunity to close that gap. And we can't close that gap um, unless we have you know, highly motivated um, you know, students, 
that are wanting to you know, explore their interests, and we have engaged community partners and businesses that are open to taking people who have disabilities. And, and I can speak to all the wonderful reasons why people need to um, be hiring people with disabilities. Because here at Centers for Independent Living, you know, our centers, two out of three people that work here have disabilities. And what an amazing asset it is to have an employee with a, a disability or an intern or you know just anyone volunteering. So I, I see this as a win-win-win all the way around. And I think this is just a, such a special time for this kind of engagement. Absolutely. We would love to partner with you. And there's no better time like the present. Like yeah. if you're yeah. hearing this, pick up that phone, yeah. pause the episode. Yeah. I don't care. Pause the episode. <laughs> pick up that phone and call us. Yeah, we'll link out everything, <laughs> all the contact of, uh, information into the show notes. And, uh, you know, people are hearing this out of our catchment area and out of these counties. Um, we'll make sure that we link up some contact information that they can find the high school high tech program that might be in their county because it's statewide. And, and there's a lot of different entities outside of Centers for Independent Living that uh, you know, provide the high school high tech program uh, to students that are out there. This is just such a wonderful opportunity, you know, to get involved in. And, you know, for me, too, like Drew, uh, especially, you know, thinking about you and, and the, the other staff here that work. Uh, in our high school high tech program, whether that's Niusha and it's Pepper, it's Celine, um, all of you are just, you care so much about students. And, and, and when I've met other high school high tech coordinators, um, you know, having that social support as, as students in high school, um, you know, I, I mean, I think a lot of us can po- like point to who have been through high school, that one, you know, person that believed in us. And like got me through, like it was my coach at the time or, you know, and and I think about how many people don't perhaps have that in their lives where there's like a mentor or a role model or someone that they look up to, to help lift their spirits up, that cares about them, that shows interest in them, you know, that wants to know what they think, how they're feeling. Like beyond the skills that they get to the workshop, beyond the hands-on experience that they may get in job shadowing or an internship or a field trip that they may go on, all that's super important, the who you knows, et cetera, and the skills that they're developing. But maybe speak to the, the, the power of having a role model or a mentor or someone to look up to that believes in them and, and how that can really help to change their lives. Absolutely. So some of our students, um, we might be the only positive thing in their in their lives right and like you said we are there to provide a service but at the end of the day you also need to have a level of care right there are boundaries um but i always tell my students i'm here for you whether you're struggling or whether you're achieving i'm gonna be right there every step of the way either encouraging or cheering you on like yep yeah, they're killing it, or, you know, come on, we got this. I'll, you know, share a little story here, is, for me, I'm in a chair, Um, you know, I have cerebral palsy myself, and I went to the University of Florida, um, and I think one of the most powerful things for me, um, it's twofold, right, it it empowers me, um, but I also see that it empowers the students, to have someone that's been there, that's gone right. exactly through the motions of what they're going through. Um, and, they can relate. And, you know, they're like, okay, Mr. Drew, if you can do it, 
I can do it too. So I, so you know, that, that's just, yeah. it's, it's twofold, man, because that's, that's, I feel like everyone's put on the earth for a reason. And that's why uh-huh. I get out of bed every day. That's what keeps me going. Uh, that's our why. And that's, that's yeah. when I get frustrated because all the paperwork and all the grant reporting that we have to do, I think of my why, you know? And at the end of the day, I'm here for the students. Right. Here for the students because they need someone that's going to be there for yeah. every step of the way because it makes a difference. Huge difference. One, one grandparent, one uncle, one aunt, one yeah. mother, one father, one coach, one teacher, one person yeah. can change your life. We might not can change, uh, you know, everything for everyone. But if we're changing one life, it's at the end of the day, we've done what, or we've done what we've set out to do. Yeah, that's, so. that's really the name of the game. Yeah, try to put a price on, you know, instilling confidence. Or like you said, I, I've heard that so much out of um, the you know, students that I've talked to, especially just recently at the Youth Leadership Forum that they had up in Tallahassee, where they brought in students from all over the state to participate in this week-long, awesome, hands-on activity revolving around advocacy and leadership and all these wonderful things. For many of them, it's their first time seeing someone else that looks like them maybe a few years older or a decade older, and they're just like, wow, they can do it? I can do it. And that is just, you know, that, that right there for me is, is the, the center, the arrow's gold of what really we're aiming for there is to empower, I mean, the level of empowerment that can come along with something like that and that the fact that this high school high tech program offers that to students, I hope gets around any of the barriers that you know students or parents might have coming into the program. Because I fully recognize that there's there is barriers. As wonderful as the program is, you know, students might be thinking they're too busy, or you know, or whatever it might be. Like it's so worth the investment of getting enrolled, getting involved uh, with this program. So many different reasons. Absolutely, and I just want to say to that point. If there are any barriers or any hesitations, please, um, before you just say, oh, this program isn't for us, please reach out to us first. We're very approachable. Um, we can adapt our workshops to many different environments. I mean, here, here now, yeah. our workshops, you know, they have the ability to be in person and on Zoom at the same time if someone doesn't feel comfortable. So sure. we are in the world of, uh-huh. like, us as people with disabilities, we've been pushing for accommodations all these years, and now suddenly it takes a pandemic, and people are like, voila, we can't work from home. We can't Crisis do this. an opportunity. So yeah. there's lots of things that we can put into place. So I encourage you to please reach out um, if you have any questions, hesitations, or concerns. Well, you are the barrier slayer. So if anyone has <laughs> any barriers, you know, come to Drew because uh, he will definitely – figure the ways around them, through them, under them, over them, whatever it is. Like you're, you're just such a testament to that. Your path and your journey to, to where you are today, it's an amazing story. We'll link up your episodes too that you've come on and, and done with us because you <laughs> are so rich in, in, in explaining where you've come from and, and the values that you have and uh, what does get you out of bed every day. It's gold. I know it's beyond a little bit of the scope that uh, this – podcast episode is specifically about but that is amazing and and people if they take the time to listen to that 
we'll get a glimpse into the, the, the kind of quality that the high school high tech coordinators are, you know, have that are out there. Absolutely. Doing this program. And I always say to myself, all these barriers and obstacles that I've encountered along the way, they're not for nothing. Because guess what? Now I'm in a role where I get to give back. I love that. I get to tell my families, tell my students. Been there. You know what? I've been yeah. there. Here's what you do. X, Y, and Z. Right. You know, again, it goes back to that mentorship. Um, so I always say everything that I'm going through, I'm going through to make sure that the future generation doesn't have to go through the same things and the role that I'm in now, the capacity I'm serving, I can truly say 110% that I get to live that mission awesome. out day in and day out. And I, I couldn't think of a, a better place to do it or a better role to be in. And I'm just so happy and blessed to be here at the center with High School High Tech and so happy and blessed to work with each of my families, each of my students, each of my schools. It's just a blessing to be able to serve. I, I really love what you said for why you went through some of the difficulties and challenges that you've gone through in the past because now you have a place to really speak from and you know when you encounter people that are going through those same difficulties that you pass through and to really connect with them and give them inspiration that they need as they go through the difficulties for, you know, goodness gracious, we all recognize that a, a lot of people out there are, are facing some significant challenges. And again, another reason to get involved with this program is that we can have some really good mentors like yourself that can help people through these really, you know, extra difficult times, you know, that people are going through. Absolutely. Well, Tony, I appreciate you for having yeah. me today. It's my honor. I, I mean, I get to start my day, you know, uh, <laughs> rapping with Drew about this Who wonderful Who needs coffee program. when you have Tony and Drew? Totally. Right? <laughs> I, had, I had thought about that before I came in here. Do I need to swig a coffee? <laughs> Heck no. Your energy in and alone of itself is like a triple shot of espresso, man. So. Awesome. Well, it's a pleasure. <laughs> and yeah. you, you all know if you're listening, I will probably be back again. You'll be back. So, oh, definitely. So it's not yeah. goodbye. Yeah, yeah. It's rather see you soon. Until next time onward and upward thanks for listening to the independent life podcast brought to you by the center for independent living of north central florida if you like what you hear please rate review and subscribe and if you know anyone who might benefit from listening share this podcast and invite them to subscribe too for questions suggestions or if you have a story you'd like to share please email us at cilncf.org at gmail.com or call us at 352-378-7474. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, support, advocate, and empower each other to live the independent life.